Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Welcome to Hurt at Sports Radio. Wall has it down to seven, down to six to shoot. Here's Gaines gonna go up for three. About time somebody made a shot. <laughs> Gaines slaps fives with Tim Inglis running down the floor and ice the game. Friars dribble out the clock. And it's 72 to 57. What a defensive performance by the Friars. Good morning and welcome in to Herd at Sports Radio here on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. We're live from the Herd at Sports Bar and Grill, the H&H Chevrolet stage. I'm Ravi Lula, Andrew Rogers here with me. Man, it's a beautiful morning. It is early Christmas. Oh, wait, I mean early signing day for college football. And we have, we've already got, we've already got Dylan Rayola in the bag. We got him, ladies and gentlemen. The, the pen has been put to paper. He tweeted it out this morning. Nebraska football account tweeted it out this morning, which means they have received the letter of intent because they're not allowed to say anything until that letter is signed. Nebraska football official account has tweeted out that he is in, and they tweeted out his highlights, which are phenomenal, by the way. I think he's a gel pen guy. <laughs> I love a gel pen. I feel like that's like a Dylan Rayola. Got like a real smooth, yeah. you know, it allows the signature to flow. Shane, no, he's not using a quill. Uh, uh, he's a calligrapher, maybe? Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, he is in, Dylan Rail is in. We will have wall-to-wall coverage of National Signing Day. Uh, shout out to our guy RS listening in the Philippines. I had a guy message me the other day. He says he listens from Greece every day. That's pretty sweet. That's pretty cool. You know what's awesome about that, too? When you can have friends all over the world, normally you have a place to stay if you ever want to visit that part of That's the world. That's true. We ever, ever need to go see Greece where uh, we, got you, um, we got it covered. I'll go soon. <laughs> I would love to check out Greece. I'm, I'm more of an Italy guy, but I, I, I took – I'll go everywhere. <laughs> Is there somebody in Italy, too? <laughs> we'll find somebody. Uh, you know, because uh, I took Latin in high school, so I kind of like Italy and the Roman Empire and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, good morning to all of you joining us on the stream. We're on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook as well. We have a great show for you here today. Coming up in just a few minutes, actually, we're going to talk to Caleb Benning. He is signing with Nebraska this morning as well. Uh, Westside, uh, from Westside, he obviously two-time state champ. Uh, for my money, was the best player in the state all year. If it wasn't him, it was his teammate, agree more. teammate Anthony Rezac. is one of those two guys for sure. He will be signing with Nebraska. He'll be joining us at 7:10. At 7:30, we will get the highest-rated prospect from the state, Carter Nelson. We'll be calling to. Uh, we'll be calling him. Uh, as he signs with Nebraska this morning as well. 7.45, we're going to talk to our guy Steve Wiltfong, the GOAT from 24-7 Sports. We talked to him about a week and a half ago, 
and all the good things started happening for Nebraska. So we're going to talk to him again, maybe get a little good juju here on signing day. Yeah, all of a sudden, Ryan Wingo uh, is not going to Texas. He is ending up at Nebraska. Did somebody Weird. say K.J. Bolden? Uh, no, we're not expecting any five-star flips today, but there might be a couple little surprises for Nebraska here on signing day. Uh, well, not necessarily well-kept surprises, but, uh, but we might have a couple guys as well. We'll talk to... Brian Christofferson at 9 o'clock today because he's covering signing day over at Bellevue West. Uh, and then we'll also talk to our guy Andy Kendi at 8.30 from KETV. And then we will wrap up the show with Anna Bellinghausen. We are loaded We are today. loaded today. Uh, she is our very own Herd at Sports colleague. Uh, she was down in Tampa last mm-hmm. week. We'll put a bow on our uh, volleyball Final Four coverage. Also, we'll talk to her about we will talk to her about uh, the the uh, Creighton Blue Jays. Yes, and their big matchups tonight uh, with Villanova. Doug McDermott's retirement ceremony. Um, I will be there uh, with bells on, watching the Jays and uh, reminiscing about the the Doug McDermott era. So, are you going to be like Jonah Hill in that GIF? That like has his hands out wide yeah. and, and uh, you know I, I can't even remember what that's from. But uh, are you gonna react like that when you see Doug step I, I might. on the floor? You know what's kind of funny is as much as I love Doug and I do, I I his time at Creighton is some of my favorite time being a Creighton fan. Um, I I would react more that way for Ethan Rogge. I have like a weird. I have a huge, weird, like, man crush Not on me. Ethan Rock. <laughs> it is, um, I, like, I named my dog after him. Like, my dog's name. One of my No, Rocky. <laughs> one of my dog's name is Rocky. Now, one of my dog's name is Doug, but he's actually named after a Douglas fir Christmas tree. Not Doug McDermott, because he was a Christmas Not present to it. my wife. I swear. I promise. Um, but, no, it. Uh, I can't uh, trust somebody that eats dinner at 8 p.m. <laughs> Dude, I was just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I hadn't even got my food yet. <laughs> I texted Andrew last night, setting up the like figuring out the show and stuff. And I was like, "Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll email this back to you. I'll email you the the rundown when when I'm when I get home from dinner." And I didn't even realize what time it was. Mm-hmm. But we just you know just kind just kind of go out to eat whenever it's yeah. ready, whenever yeah. I'm ready. My response was, "Dang, eight p.m." Or <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I like didn't read it right. Uh, I was like, did he just like sit on his phone? What happened? Because <laughs> it does kind of look like that when you put PMER together. Yeah, I was like, this is, feels like a typo. He'll correct it later. And then you didn't. And I was like, I'm just going to ignore that. <laughs> Not shocked. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is what we've got on on tap for you here today. Uh, we will also, we're going to play a little game today as well. We've got a, on in, a honor, signing day. Yeah, in honor of National Signing Day where uh, a lot of our lives are devoted to the decisions of 17 and 18 year olds. Totally normal, not weird at all. Um, it's only weird when you talk about it. <laughs> but <laughs> we have decided to play a game where Andrew is going to quiz the old men in the room, that's me and Shane, mm-hmm. about the slang that the kids nowadays are oh, saying. Yeah. Uh, and I think I'm going to call the, the game Kids Nowadays because that's about the oldest man. The old, the biggest old man thing I can think of is that or Schmidt from New Girl just yelling, use. <laughs> you know, I've never seen New what? Girl, but I've only seen clips on TikTok. Oh, you got and, Dude, I used to go through this with DB all the time. Like the, the thing going through my TikTok right now, yeah. you'll laugh. Everybody hates Chris. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I saw one clip, and I watched the whole thing, and now TikTok thinks I love Everybody Hates Chris. <laughs> and it's like bringing me back to when I used to watch that show yeah. during my childhood, and I'm just like, this is kind of great. That's like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with this. That's super funny. When uh, Adrian uh, or uh, Andre Brower died the other day, the Captain Hall from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I like watched one of the tribute videos to him, and then it was just two days of nothing of like super sad Captain Holt videos, and I was like, I am not emotionally ready for this right now. This is too <laughs> much. A great show. Oh, I love that show. Uh, terrific stuff there. Anyway, not talking about sitcoms this morning, but we will talk Gen Z slang terms. Yes, we will we play that. We game. will talk about the youths uh, today here on on Heard at Sports Radio. That will be our game of the day. Uh, but yeah, with just a couple minutes here, we're going to talk to Caleb betting and right now just as it stands nebraska's current ranking in the class before all the signatures are in for nebraska and for other uh and for other teams as well is 24 uh, 7 they're sit- sitting at 20th for high school class only the composite or the overall takes into transfers and nebraska hasn't taken any transfers yet um and i don't I think they're going to take a few. I don't think it's going to be very many. Right. It's not going to be like last year. I think they took 12. I'm still a little surprised at this point that they haven't taken at least one. Yeah. Um, but I think they will. It, 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 it's like a surprise, but it's also like a little surprise. We know how yeah. Coach Rule likes to operate. Absolutely. He wants to build his roster from high school on up. But with the holes on the roster and where they could really use a vet in the room, yes, that's why it's a it, – it's it's a little surprising to me. I don't want to say like, oh my goodness, I am just, uh, why why haven't they done it yet? Sort of thing. Yeah, I think I think the places that we're looking at are wide receiver. I would expect them to grab a wide receiver at some point, um, and I would expect them to uh, get maybe a little bit of help uh, in the linebacker room as well. But joining us now on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline uh, on National Signing Day is. Caleb Benning, for my money, the best player in the state. Caleb, what's going on, buddy? Nothing much. How are you? Man, we're doing good. Uh, just tell me, how you feeling right now? Uh, you're about to sign, right? You haven't signed yet? Uh, yes, sir. I'm signing at 730. All right. Well, we appreciate you sneaking us in here before that happens. Just as you approach your the moment where you're you're signing and officially ending up with Nebraska, just what are some of the, the, the things you're thinking about as you process this moment? Uh, just how long the process took. Um, it was all four years, uh, a lot of thinking, a lot of talking, and uh, just happy it's finally signing day and I can put the pen to the paper. CB, your recruitment was near silent compared to most. Just doing <laughs> you instead of worrying about showing everybody who was on the offer list. I remember having chats with you before, and you, you never let the outside noise influence this decision. It was you and, and only you. You made the call. What ultimately did it for you at Nebraska that gave you the confidence this was the place for you? Uh, definitely Coach Rule. Um, sitting down and meeting with him in January when he got the job. Um, he gave off a great vibe, a very personable guy, a guy I could trust. And then just building the relationships with Coach Cooper, Coach White. Um, I had about an hour and a half sit down with Coach Cooper, and we just got on the same page and um, really let it be known that we both want each other. It was just a matter of building that relationship, and those guys did a great job with that. Caleb, you mentioned that word trust with Coach Rule. That's something we hear about a lot. What does he do? And I guess 
how does he show you that he is trustworthy? Is it just that his actions match up with his words, or how did you get the the vibe that you could trust Coach Rule? Um, a hundred percent, his actions match up with his words. But um, just talking to him, um, you could tell he's very genuine. Um, like you said, his actions back up his words, and I I would. I'm not the only person to say that uh, they trust Coach Rule with all their heart. So just having those other peers and seeing how the team followed him this year, the coaching staff, everybody rallies around him, um, it's definitely something I want to be a part of. All right, Caleb, I know you're your own man, but I have to ask, with such deep familial roots in the state of Nebraska, what's it going to mean to you on an emotional level to throw on that Nebraska jersey for the first time? Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna mean a lot. Um, I'm playing for my family. Obviously, my dad went there, and so um, a lot comes with representing your family. But I'm gonna work my tail off to make sure I do the best job possible. All right, Caleb. I gotta ask you. You played both ways at uh, Omaha West Side. With uh, I know everybody looks at you as a defensive back. With uh, you know a five-star quarterback going into the room. Is there any party that's like, hey, maybe <laughs> I put a little offense too? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> 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 that would be pretty fun. They at least got to get you back there returning some punts, though. Am I right? I know you like oh, doing has that. To, has to. Yeah, I love returning. So whatever, whatever the team needs, I'm doing. Hey, CB, uh, how do you think the the culture at Westside has set you up for the culture at Nebraska? Um, it's definitely a brotherhood. I would say it's the best culture I've been a part of. Um, it's a very mature culture. Um, a lot is expected of you. Um, no one expects anything more from anyone else than themselves. So just making sure you take care of what you take care of, um, and that ultimately creates a lot of trust. So that carries over to college for sure. Caleb, we appreciate your time. I know it's a big day for you, so I appreciate you giving us a few minutes. Congratulations, and uh, best to everything for you and your family. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. See you, CB. That, that is Caleb Benning from Omaha Westside. He will be signing in just about 15 minutes with uh, with Nebraska. I called him Caleb, and I'm like, I don't like that. <laughs> I, I started with CB because that's what I call him, and then I went to Caleb yeah. with my next one, and I go, this sounds weird. I'm going back to I'm going back to the OG term. It's kind of funny because it took me it, it took me a minute because when you're around kind of the family and and some of his teammates and stuff, everybody calls him Lop. Yeah, and it's true. The first like, I don't, I, I don't know. The first couple of times, I was like, "Who are you talking about?" And then, like context clues, I figured it out, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay. it makes sense. Uh, makes sense." I was, but it was, it was. I'm not gonna lie. It was real confusing. Well, um, you know, there's just like ways like to identify people. Yeah. And once you like, like, like veer off that path. Mm-hmm kind of like makes you feel a little queasy when well, you say it like a dude, different way because even yes. like with my family yes. okay so my brother's name is joseph called him joseph forever i get to high school everybody calls him joe yeah so just because i'm around that setting for eight hours a day five days a week i start calling him joe then my family starts giving me um well, they're, they're, they give me the business for, start, <laughs> for starting to call him Joe. And I'm just like, wait a second here. That's like, not this, what we call this, him here. This, this, is, this is 
his name. His yeah. name is Joe now. It's yeah. not Joseph. <laughs> it's Joe. And that's how I'm sticking with it. And I haven't called him Joseph since. It's, it would be weird for me to go home and say, what up, Joseph? Uh, yeah, that's how. I mean, so my, my best friend, his name is Eric Buskey, but I always called him Buskey mm-hmm. because when we met in high school, there were like three Eric's in the class that we were in. And so I just started calling him by his last name. And everybody, like everybody calls him by his last name now. And so either when my mom, I think it was my mom. Everybody. At some point in like, I think late high school, she goes, oh, is, are, you, are you going over to Busky's house? And I was like, no, yeah, I'm going over to Eric's. And she's like, who's Eric? And like, I had never, I don't think, she did not realize that Eric and Busky were the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what though, if you were standing you know, and, and you yelled my name from a distance yeah. around my college buddies, and you yelled Andrew. Yeah. People would be shocked if I reacted. What do that. they call you? They call me Raj. Oh, okay. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yep. They just go with the last name. And if I call, if I call out Raj, I'm talking to my brother, but it's R A. Right. It's R A J. It's a little yeah. different. <laughs> Some Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, so we've got plenty more coming up on signing day here today. We're going to talk to Carter Nelson at 7.30. We're also going to talk about, we're going to dive a little bit more into that transfer portal uh, as well. And we can do that now, actually. You know, that was, some of the stuff I've been seeing is is bizarre. But the thing that was most bizarre mm-hmm. to me was Dante Moore going back to Oregon. Yeah, that was super weird, right? So he had been committed to Oregon last year during the recruiting process. This is a five-star quarterback. Um, he was top five guy in his recruiting class last year, was committed to Oregon, decommitted, signed with UCLA, and now is transferring from UCLA, going back to Oregon. It feels like a little bit of buyer's remorse here. But Dylan Gabriel is also going to is Oregon. Is going to Oregon and will be the starter next yes, year. Yes, absolutely. Like there, there's no doubt in my mind that Dante Moore will ride the bench for a year. Yes. Until... He, which maybe he redshirts, maybe he's, maybe his year at UCLA made. I mean, his numbers at UCLA weren't but very good. He only good. played four games at UCLA. Did he UCLA? only play four games this year? Yeah, I thought he played more than that for some reason. Um, I'll look that up as we go to Tim on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline. Tim, what's going on, man? Hey, Tim. Hey, hey Robbie, how you doing? Hey, Tim, what's going on, buddy? No, I'm doing good. Hey, I'm celebrating National Signing Day down here in Florida, and I had to listen to you guys on the iHeartRadio. My man. My man. That's what I'm talking about, Tim. Much appreciated. Yeah, love you guys. So glad you're doing this. But let's be honest, Signing Day is more important than you are. (laughs) (laughs) Most things are more important than we are. Um, anyways, in the in the spirit of this season, which, of course, Signing Day, not Christmas season yet. But uh, so – Danny Keelan, Danny Dimes is coming, and I love that kid. I don't know anything about how he plays football, but the fact that he recruited and he seems to love Nebraska, what are his chances? Like, I just want to see where you see the quarterback depth chart, and then I want to throw in, is Casey Thompson going to come and then be a coach next year? Man, Tim. Speaking my language with Casey Thompson. It was great to hear from you, buddy. Uh, I appreciate you, and, uh, yeah, we'll answer those questions for you. so first and foremost, the quarterback, the quarterback room, I think ends up being obviously Dylan Rayola, mm-hmm. Danny Kalen, and yes, I do believe Casey Thompson is back in the quarterback room mm-hmm. next year. Um, we haven't had anything official yet, 
but I do believe that is happening. And then lock in Chubba Purdy and Heinrich Arberg for now until we see – because once that quarterback room starts to get deeper – I think then you'll you'll look at Purdy and you'll look at Harburg and think, okay, are they going to are they going to stick around? Is Chuba going to really compete for that job? Uh, Harburg is is a weird one because he wasn't uh, think, intended to be the quarterback this season. Yes, he spent most of his time in the tight end room versus the quarterback yeah. room. So it wouldn't shock me if they're like, hey, thanks for filling in. You did uh, the best you could. Yeah, absolutely. But because of what we have now, let's move you back toward more of that athlete skill position. And then, you know what? Use him out of the wildcat if, if, sure. if you want every now and, and then. And have him be an emergency yeah, t- Take emergency him like a Taysom Hill sort of role. Yeah. Um, that quarterback room could, could get deep, but I think it will get deeper when they add Casey Thompson. I, I still feel good about that. I, I love the idea. Yeah. I, I said it yesterday. I'll say it again today. I think he is a perfect fit to be a quote-unquote quarterback player coach. Yeah, he's a mentor. He's, he's a mentor. Role. And, and he will fit that role perfectly because of how much of a coach junkie he already is. Yeah, so I, I think what happens is I think Chuba at least sees the spring out. I'd be surprised if he didn't at least see where he was. And maybe if he's first string, second string, we don't know at that point. Maybe he sticks around. If it's been pretty clear that's like, ah, I'm going to be behind a couple guys, I wouldn't be surprised if Chubba moves on. I do think Heinrich sticks around because it, it just seems like he wants to be at Nebraska. Um, I think that – and Chubba is graduating, so he, he's able to leave again. Um, Heinrich, I think, stays as a kind of H-back, tight end, emergency quarterback type role. So it's like, hey, we've got a guy in our back pocket just in case everything hits the fan again this year. Um, please no. I, yeah, dear God, please no. Um, but I think it's going to be Dylan. I think Casey Thompson will be your two. I think Danny Kalen will redshirt and be your third string quarterback, which that allows him to play four games, but I think he's – the goal is for him to redshirt, and then Heinrich Harburg is your emergency guy. I don't. I'd be surprised if Chuba's in the room in the fall. If he is, that's great. That's even added depth there. But I think with those four guys, you can feel reasonably confident in because um, you'll have the number one recor- recruit in the country, and then three guys who have started college football games. Um, but I will say from the um, from the Danny Kalen standpoint, to answer the other part of Tim's question, I think he needs a couple years to develop I think that's the best thing we were talking about this before we got on the air I think the best thing for him and the best chance for him to be successful will be redshirting this year maybe seeing limited action in those handful of games and then getting a year or two behind Dylan because I mean I think the best case scenario best of both worlds for everybody involved here is Dylan Rayola starts for three years and he is the guy who we thought he was Danny Kalen redshirts, then backs up for two years. He's still got two years of eligibility at that point to be the guy at Nebraska if that's what he really wants to do. Um, and it seems like that's what he really wants to do. And I think that gives everybody the best opportunity to be successful in this situation. Because Dylan's ahead of Danny Kalen. Like, I don't, I don't know what to – there's no way around there's that. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah, there. like that's just – that's the hierarchy of what's happening here. That doesn't mean Danny Kalen can't develop and become and, – and start to catch up. Uh, but he is going to need that time. I actually think this timeline could work out for both of them pretty well. What Dylan, what Dylan, what Danny Kalen <laughs> should be thinking about right now, to, to all the D's, man. Uh, what, what Danny should be thinking about right now is how can I develop over the next 
two, three years. Absolutely. Like yeah. that, that is his mindset. Mm-hmm. It's not how can I play next year? It's how can I develop? It, if we really want to be realistic about the approach, yeah, how can like I get you can better? strive to want to be the starter next year. That's fine. But may, maybe, uh, maybe sit back in your seat and think, okay, the way the stars are aligning right now, it doesn't seem overly possible that it's going to be me, mm-hmm. but how can I set myself up in the best position to be that guy yeah. in two, three years' time? That's what he really should be thinking about right now. Coming up next, he just signed as a Nebraska Cornhusker. Carter Nelson will join us here on Herd at Sports Radio, AM 590 ESPN Omaha and ESPN Tri-Cities.